Christmas I gave you my heart The very next day you gave it away This year to save me from tears I'll give it to someone special Last Christmas I gave you my heart The very next day you gave it away This year to save me from tears I'll give it to someone special my distance, but you still catch my eye. Tell me, baby, do you recognize me? Well, it's been a year. It doesn't surprise me. Merry Christmas. I wrapped it and sent it with a note saying I loved you, I meant it. Now I know what a fool I've been. If you kiss me now, you'd phone me again. Last Christmas I gave you my heart The very next day you gave it away This year to save me from tears I'll give it to someone special Last Christmas I gave you my heart The very next day you gave it away This year to save me from tears Give it to someone special A shoulder to cry on Space on a lover with a fire in my heart A woman undercover But you tore me apart Ooh, 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 ooh And I found a new love You'll never fool me again Last Christmas I gave you my heart The very next day you gave it away This year to save me from tears I'll give it to someone Last Christmas I gave you my heart The very next day you gave it away This year to save me from tears Give it to someone special Faith on a lover with a fire in my heart A woman undercover but you tore me apart Ooh, 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 ooh Maybe next year I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, along with my co-host and partner in crime, Ian Bush. That song was written and performed by our guest tonight, Lady Redneck. It's called Last Christmas. And ladies and gentlemen, that song is not yet out. It will not be out for four more days, which is December the 10th. We are launching it for you here tonight. So those of you that are listening to the show and will listen to the show in archives, You are the first ones that have the opportunity to hear this beautiful song by Lady Redneck. She is a country artist from Dallas, Texas, and she is Texas's own blonde bombshell. She is is high energy, fun, and it comes through in her music. Lady Redneck is making a mark in the Texas Texas country music market, as well as, as among Americana listeners. Texas country has largely been dominated by men. Though she doesn't necessarily look like redneck, she has small-town roots and a little quirk that makes her rednecky. Lady Redneck songs are real, real as she writes about life. Singer-songwriter Lady Redneck, also known as Stephanie, brings her Stephanie Lee brings her sweet, sexy, and fun vocals and songwriting to the to readers of the boot with its exclusive premiere of her song "Rednecky Inside." No, you cannot go listen to that song now. You have to wait. It is in her (laughs) track album with the title Rednecky Inside. She was born in Blackfoot, Idaho, and raised until she was about 12 years old in a little town called 
Howie, Idaho, population 23. Now, I guess since she and her family have departed that little town, it's probably maybe down to 18. City of Idaho Falls, Idaho. She played in the family band Dusty Boots that performed all over the Northwest. She grew up playing the guitar, piano, bass, fiddle, mandolin, and drums. Not all at one time. The family <laughs> sold 40,000 CDs. So since then, she's branched off and is doing her own thing. And as you can tell, she loves writing and singing her own music. But that's not all. But wait, there is more. She is a dark chocolate lover and a workaholic. She loves her family, her savior, and her country. She has lived in Texas for several years and loves it. And she also speaks Spanish and a little Cubano. So with that, I want to welcome Lady Redneck. We always adore having her. I told her last time when she was here that she was going to go far, and now I can't even keep up with her. Hey, sweetheart, how are you? <laughs> I'm great. That was awesome. Thank you so much, Yvonne. Oh, it was great. You're so kind. I'm doing great. I'm so glad to be on the show tonight. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you are quite welcome. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we pushed this show back an hour because she had another commitment and double booked herself. And before we went live, she told me that she, if I couldn't change my show or, or work out with her, that she was going to cancel the other show. And I said, no, we don't do that around here. We work with our artists because they are the ones that we love and the ones that we want to market. And so whatever it took to get this beautiful woman on this show tonight, that's what, if it was midnight, that's when we were going to run this show. I didn't Aww. care. So. <laughs> You're so kind. Yeah. <laughs> this song, Last Christmas, ladies and gentlemen, is on her new CD, Away in a Manger, but you can't get it yet. And no, don't go looking for it because you're not going to find it. You're not going to be able to get it to the tent. So just sit and enjoy the show because we've got another song we're going to break out here in a little while. So the song that we played when you were here before, I did your truck, <laughs> apparently when we got off this show, it went through the roof. 25,000 <laughs> awesome. listens on Spotify. Yeah, I was very excited about that. That was that was awesome. Very grateful. I I, I just I, I told you, honey, this this show is magic. Am I right? <laughs> I totally agree. I think for sure it's magic, and I'm just yeah, I'm just grateful to be on here. I can see why it is. I can see why people would just love to listen to you guys. So. I'm well, not surprised because, at all. And we have we have no idea where the show's gonna go. We 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 just take it and run. <laughs> so before Ian asks because I know we've got a bunch, catch me up to speed on because your your the information on your page it changes hour by hour. So <laughs> where have you been performing? What have you been doing? Oh, well, I actually had taken, um, I've actually got some shows coming up, quite a few for Christmas or in Christmas time, but I actually had just taken a couple weeks off for Thanksgiving, ended up doing like a little drive, a little drive up to Idaho and down through Utah, California, New Mexico, Arizona, just got out back actually late last night and was kind of a little bit exhausted from it, but just so excited to get going on music again. I, um, I have a CD that just came out a couple weeks ago, one that I surprised all my fans with. It was called Favorite Covers. And I just put all my cover songs on there. And then I have a new Christmas CD out. I had one two years ago called Come Play Santa With Me. And so it was time to release another one. So I released one called Away in a Manger. And I am actually not released Away in a Manger as a single. So the only way to get it is going to be on my new CD. <laughs> So you have to get it to hear the song. <laughs> you, got, you got to get the whole CD. So yeah, exactly. What what made you put your cover songs? And there's a, a lot of. I went and looked at that CD. There are a lot of older cover songs on there that you put out. What made you do that? Was it sort of a a tribute to those artists? that you admire and grew up with? 
No, not really. It was more just, um, I guess I was thinking about like timeless music, like some of the coolest songs ever made. Um, and so I, you know, it, it was actually, it's actually not just my decision. Usually, I mean, I write all my stuff and I don't, um, because I'm not with a label, I get to choose what I release, but I also like with my producer and um, also my husband helps with some of the decisions. And so a lot of times there were their ideas that were like, oh, you'd sound super good if you sing this song and maybe, but then I always come up with my own way to do it. Cause if I can't figure out like my own way to make it mine, then I don't want to do it. <laughs> well, and then you, know, you can't mess with like originals. <laughs> yeah. You, you can't, you can't Im- imitate them. You can't sound no. like them. But owning the song is the the greatest form of flattery that the original artist could have because you thought enough of that timeless song to own it to make it yours, and not everyone well, can do that. Well, that, and that, I tried. I'm so glad you said that because I tried really hard. I wanted to give them tribute because it's truly a work of art, and I didn't want to take away from anything or make it so different that they're like, ah. You know, I wanted to give them enough tribute that they just thought, "Oh, this is pretty cool." So, <laughs> I think you, um, I think you made a good blend on it. How do you know um, what is the right blend of tribute and all that? Like, do you do you have a special formula that you follow, or is it just in your gut? Um, a little bit of a formula and a little bit of both. I guess a little bit of the gut too. I like to start out um, with. You know, not changing, like, if the song goes down, if the song goes up, like, kind of following the notes that they do. Even if I change the timing, I like, I don't like to do a lot of variance at the beginning because I feel like, you know, pay tribute. And then at the end, I can, you know, do whatever I want to do after that. Um, So, but a lot of times I'll have a different, um, like, Kiss Me, for example. You guys are familiar with that. Like, that had quite a different feel than the way I did it. And so... But I think that both ways are good. They're both just different. And so that's what I, I tried to find songs that I could kind of, you know, make it similar enough that people are like, oh, <laughs> that's kind of cool without, like, going, what is that song? I think I, I might have heard it before, you know. <laughs> so, and, and what I've noticed in the record industry, and growing up, I didn't pay a whole lot of attention to it. But as I'm going back and I listen to it, 60s gold on my Sirius radio and on the weekends they do a countdown and sometimes they'll do the cover and sometimes they'll do the original and the cover was was done back in the 60s when I was a kid but the original was way before then and I'm going well didn't realize that and when you hear the cover sometimes the cover it just it blows you away because it sounds Nothing like the original, but the the artist owns it, so that's the one you remember. Yeah, that's true, and it's pretty remarkable when somebody can pull that off. That's true. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I am just, I am just amazed. Well, why am I saying I'm amazed? There's no doubt in my mind that you were going to to blow open the market. I'm gonna tell those those. Those little boys in Texas, they better they better watch out because your boots were made for walking, and they're going to be walking all over the place. <laughs> I love it. They were made for walking. That's just what I'm going to do. <laughs> now, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, in one of the, the PRs that I read about this beautiful woman, they nailed her, her vibe of singing. They nailed it. Because in her song, my identity truck, I can't talk tonight, she, she was compared to Betty Boop meets Santa Baby. Now, if you don't know the song Santa Baby, you'll have no, absolutely no idea of what I'm talking about. And if you're too young to understand who Betty Boop was, just ignore this for a minute or after the show, go and, and do your homework on both of them. <laughs> but it is so true. You have that high energy, that um, that vibe that just makes people want to just sit and listen to you all night long. Oh, that's sweet of you to say. Thanks for saying that. Well, I, I appreciate that. 
Ian, I know you've got questions, so jump in there, honey. Did we lose Ian? Sorry about that. It, it helps if I unmute. There he is. The, <laughs> you, you can't talk hey, tonight, and I forgot how to use the phone, so that's, that's how that works. No, and, you know, kind of going, yeah, right? I guess going along the theme of challenges, right? What was uh, one of the most challenging things for you this year? Um, it was, I actually had got, um, in August, I got really sick, um, you know, like a cold or whatever. And I think I probably, um, may have had COVID at that time. I actually tried to go get a couple of tests and I couldn't even get in. And then I just, but I lost my voice for like about two and a half months to where I'd have even a hard time almost talking. And I've never in my life had anything like that. I could, I'm one of those that could go to like a football game and scream all night and still talk fine, you know? So it was just like, what is going on? And um, gosh, it just, it was, it was really frustrating because where I love it so much and I teach lessons, like I teach music out of my house as well, one day a week. And, um, you know, I'm constantly writing songs. I'm constantly doing stuff. And all of a sudden I'm having a hard time just saying, Hey, <laughs> it was just, it was a big challenge. It was really uh, humbling, which is always a good thing. You know, it's good to be, to be humbled. Maybe. <laughs> so, well, no, it, it, reminded you, it, rem it reminded you of um, something that you love and it gave you another, you know, viewpoint to see why you love it. Cause you, you don't know what you got till it's gone, you know? So yeah. I could see how that could be a challenge, but it's also a good, a good, uh, a good challenge for you this year. I think um, a lot of people don't understand that not all challenges are, are, are bad. Some of them are just opportunities for us to learn and grow and to something better, you know? No, I totally agree with you. In fact, I, I you know, I believe that 100%. It's like the more challenges that I have, the more that I see that that is so real. And the challenges that we have, I swear God handpicks them for us because he knows that we're going to need that for one reason or another. And it seems like a lot of the challenges I've had in my life later, it's either been able to help somebody because of something I've learned or, you know, it's just taught me something that I needed at that time. And so as much as we don't like them going through at the time, I, I really truly believe what you said. I think that you're dead on because I think that um, challenges are really blessings. They're really ways for us to become stronger and Yvonne, what's uh, what's been your what's been your challenge this year, Yvonne? Bring you into the conversation. What's been my challenge is is the same challenge that I have every day of my life, and that's dealing with the stupidity in this world. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that's awesome! <laughs> I, 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 don't uh, I just remembered another reason I like you. <laughs> you see, we were all born with the brain. Well, okay. That's we, we we think, yeah. We should have been. And and when, when you try to carry on a conversation with somebody that is very intellectual and and very intelligent, and they don't have a modicum of common sense, it it. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one seeing this these days. I've been like, what? <laughs> like, shaking my head. What is going on in this world? I think that's why we get along so well, because I think all three of us at some point in our life have felt like we've been on an island of our own knowledge, and we're just surrounded by coconuts. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I like that. <laughs> that's a good way to put it, too. <laughs> I'm going to use that. I like that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I I just I just made that up right now because I was. I like it. Oh, good. <laughs> well, okay. I live in, I live in South Florida, and it is the season. Oh, you're in so South lucky. Florida. Oh no, not not this time of year, honey, because oh. we get we get all the Yankees from the north, plus we get the Canadians. <laughs> And they're here from November until after Easter. And when they come down here, I, they forget all good manners, all common sense, oh. all politeness. 
they forget they're not in the cold tundra anymore. They're in paradise. Yeah. Things are slower exactly. down here. Don't get in a hurry. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, okay, you deal with that a lot. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, see, and they couldn't. Now they had to leave last year, and they could. Well, they had to leave. They had to leave before their time was up last year. Then they couldn't come back in November, and so they all just. When Canada opened up their borders, it was a mass exodus of Canadians, and they couldn't get down here oh. fast enough. So a whole bunch of them flew down and had their cars carted down here. So now our expressways and our side streets have become parking lots. You oh, can't get man. Yeah. No, I, I believe that. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. They get mad at us because we're trying to continue living our daily lives. They're only here for six months, and they get mad at us because we won't get out of their way. Yeah. Yeah. Shoot. That's frustrating. That would be super frustrating. Yeah. Oh, well, but that that's what irritates me. That's been my biggest challenge. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I've just, I just remained quiet because of the, of the northern slamming. I'll just allow it to happen. It's okay. Just this one, Yvonne. Just this one. You could even go berserko if you were down here right now. Trust me. You can't get on a side street. You can't get in a restaurant. You can't get on I-95. You can't get on the turnpike. Oh, and the further south, you the worse. So, yeah. Oh, so, so man. Well, I don't, bl- I don't blame them for wanting to be in Florida, though. I really don't blame them. Blame them either, but they could be kinder. I mean, that's strong. Yeah, yeah. There's never, yeah. There's never a reason to be mean. You can always be kind. There's no reason to be mean, you know. So, yeah. Okay. So when I lived in Idaho, this is not about music or anything, but when I lived in Idaho, um, I remember like, you know, going to college there, and this is kind of the opposite. Whenever we see somebody from like California or like even Texas. We knew to like stay clear away from them because they had no idea how to drive on the ice or snow. So it was like yeah. something like opposite, like because <laughs> you knew that those were the first ones to be in a wreck, the first ones to you know slide off the road because it's just crazy. But it's it's interesting how like where we live, like is you know just the different quirks and the different things that other people that don't live in that area just are not used to or may not. Because I'm sitting here wondering if, like, the people from the north, like, even realize that they're being rude. Maybe everybody acts like that where they live, you know, because, like, sometimes well, when I'm uh, in the place. What? As a northerner, yes. As a northerner, yes. Sometimes I actually yeah. don't know when I'm being rude. I, I literally have had people, I'll say something, and, uh, you know, those, oh, and just walk away. Yeah. And I turn to oh my, my God. you know, yeah. whoever I'm with, and like, what? they're like, Right, and they're like, I don't know, dude. And I'm like, I, of course, yeah. they're usually northerners with me. But, yeah, no, your assessment's <laughs> correct. Um, usually I make the joke that we could be as warm as a Michigan winter and as cold as a Michigan, uh, or I'm sorry, as uh, cold as a Michigan winter and as warm as a Michigan summer because we don't even try <laughs> to just be yeah. standoffish sometimes. It just kind of comes off that way. Ah, yeah. That's interesting you say that, you know, because, like, up in the north, like, being from Idaho, like, the people are not as friendly up there. I mean, they're good. They're sweet. They'll give you anything, but they're not, like, as open. Like, I shouldn't say as friendly. They're very friendly. But, like, in Texas, like, you're standing in the grocery store, and you just, if you're in line, just expect to be talking about it to everybody around you. But up in, right. up, like, in Idaho, like, like they, they don't do that. It's a little bit different of a feel, you know, to where – um, and it's not that they're not nice or kind or whatever. It's just like we don't have – they're not as open or something. They're not as – I don't know what the word is. So, <laughs> Well, if they won't talk to a stranger in the grocery store, but you can bet your bottom dollar if snow caused their barn to fall down, they'd probably be there to help dig everybody oh, out and build it. they stuff. would. And they, they would give you the shirt off their back, and they'd be bringing you food and, you know, just like good, good, good people. But, yeah, they wouldn't they – wouldn't, like, if you, if you try to talk to them in the grocery store, some of them may talk to you. Some of them would probably look at you like, you're a little weird. Or, you know, like, do I know you? <laughs> so, just a little bit different. But if, if My response would be, not right now, but you will shortly, and you'll be happy you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's a good response. <laughs> That's a good one. So I like I tell, that. I, I tell you what let's do. Let's
don't take our guns because this is this has been another new release, and I don't want the hour to get away from us because we all know how fast the hour goes. And then we're going to yeah, talk sure. about this and okay. why he wrote it. And ladies and gentlemen, this is a new release. It's written by Lady Redneck, and we're going to talk about this song after because this this was this song almost didn't happen. And it's called Please Don't Take Our Guns. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host, Bush, who is also my partner in crime, and our guest, a beautiful, talented, absolutely wonderful Lady Redneck. We'll be right back. Sit in silence, shaking my head. How much more? Don't love America, there's a door. All the contention, all the hatred, the confusion, the lies, the media trying to blow over our eyes. We don't want us to know we are stronger than we think. So many Americans like me. jumped right out at me 
And the fact that this song was written and performed by a female artist is unheard of because we expect the guys to do it. You know, um, Lee Greenwood and Toby Keys and all those male artists put all those patriotic songs out there. But I do think you have done a first, my friend. Really? Oh, my gosh. That's the night. You know, and this song actually means so much to me. I can't even tell you. Um, And the interesting thing is, like, none of my family has, except my grandfather, he's the only one that served in the military. Um, But I did have my, my, um, my grandfather's brother, so I guess my great uncle, he was a circuit um, judge. He was a he was a district judge for the um, for Idaho, actually a federal judge, excuse me. And so he was really patriotic. But for some reason, I just have this burning love for our country and I and our founding fathers and the Constitution, and it's just something that is so pass. I'm so passionate about and. Not even 100% sure where it is to even come from, but it's just part of who I am. So I felt like I could not not release it. <laughs> well, I, I know we talked before the show, and you said that, that you struggled because the song almost didn't come out. And I think that as a patriot myself, I come from a long line of military members. And like you, I'm, I'm very faithful to this country because regardless, of the the internal problems we have, we're still the greatest country in the world. We are. We are so blessed. We are. And that's the thing. I, you know, I I think when I, okay, this song, as I wrote it, I felt it so strongly. And I just, I literally couldn't get it out of my head. And I, I even changed a few lines to make them stronger. Just, I felt like they were almost inspired. So I just would change them. My fear, the only reason that I would, that I thought a couple of times about whether I should release it or not is we are the greatest country in the world and there's so much contention and so much hate right now. And I did not want, I didn't want to cause more of that because I, um, yeah, we have internal problems and it's like, um, I felt like I, I wanted to stand up, but I didn't want to be like an angry stand-up person. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> like I wanted to do it out of love because I love our country. And, and so the song, though, it, it does talk about guns, but it's really trying to say we're strong. We're America. Like we're founded from like God's on our side. We're, we're founded, we, you know, from God. And he's been a part of it. And, and um, I, just, I, I guess I wanted that message and just um, – I wanted that message to come through. So to our roots, and the reason that this country was founded 200 plus years ago, and I and I think that the idea of the founding of America has been diluted. And all people have to do is go back and study English history. And and ladies and gentlemen, I'm not talking about the watered down version of English history. I'm talking about the the persecutions and the Thumb on the head, and the serfdom versus the lords, and the the well, were not allowed to read or learn to write. Yes, so many things. Well, and I think I think part of the problem is I think throughout the last through the last I don't even know how many years, um, I I feel like that history is not being taught the right. Like, I don't think that everybody's being taught the right things. And even I, I, I remember seeing my husband, I think it was like 10 years ago or something, he, I would hear him watching, like, the Discovery Channel, and it was, like, talking about the founding fathers and how they were all, like, womenizers and adulterous. And, and the, all of the way that they, they made these people sound, um, I, you know, the light, the, the light that they were putting him in, the light that they were shedding him in. And I truly believe these men were inspired, like, to write the Constitution you had to be inspired of God. I don't think a wicked man could have written that document. For us to be free this long, to us to enjoy the privileges and the rights that we have, the way that they've got it set up with the checks and balances, the way that they've got every – some of the comments that they've made, like I can personally feel that they're true. And so I don't believe the things that they're saying about our founding fathers. I don't believe – and so when you're saying go back and study the history – I feel like some of the history that is being taught today is not even right. So it's kind of hard to find. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And actually, I've never even thought about stuff like that. So I appreciate you bringing that up. But I, I agree with you. It is kind of hard to find what the true history is because either, you know, you have some people trying to hide it and you have some people trying to alter it and you have some people who are trying to tell it. And between those three interpretations of the same event, it's hard to find what the, the true middle is, you know? It is. And I think that's one one of the reasons why, um, I, I you know, I've always loved searching truth. And I just feel, I feel truth as I read the Constitution. I feel truth as I read some of the comments that they've made. And so even though I've heard some of those statements about, you know, and, and about the founding fathers or about the Constitution, I don't believe it because I can feel in my heart that it's not right. And I've lived out of the country, I've, and I've read books like 1984, I've read different books like Atlas Shrugged and stuff that give you a little bit of different perspective, perspective on life. And just, um, I think even just like I said, living out of the country, like I'm seeing how the rest of the world lives compared to how we live. And even though there are amazing people out of the country, like we live in the greatest country in America. There is no comparison to the blessings that we have, the freedoms that we enjoy, just the absolute um, opportunities that we have. We have so much more opportunity. Literally, we can go from, you know, being dirt poor, pitifully poor, to accomplishing and having anything that we want in this land. Like, it is truly a land of dreams. It's truly a land of plentiful. And you can't tell me that God's hand hasn't been part of that. So I, I, I just love our country. And and it comes out in that song because, like you said, it, it it's not about please don't take our guns. It's it's about this country and and the the people that have fought and died to keep us where we are. You know, I hear people say, "Well, war is war," and we I don't believe in war. But yet, in politicians, like a war, in generals, they have to go to war. But if you don't have those people who are ready and willing to put their lives on the line on a daily basis, you have chaos and anarchy. Oh, it's, it's true. And that's another thing. Like, I, it, it breaks my heart to see how some of our soldiers have been treated and our veterans. Like, and, and, and even I've heard, I've heard people on social media say, we shouldn't have Veterans Day anymore. And I just, it, like, it infuriates me. I'm like, do you know why you're free? Do you know why that you're able to even say what you're saying? Like, I, I just honestly, it's I get so frustrated. <laughs> well, I, again, because many many of those out there have not had to deal with persecution, um, the things that goes on in a country that is not as free as ours. I too have traveled to third world countries. And there is no comparison. And and like we were talking, Ian and I were talking to another one of our guests last week. And in in America, even our homeless people, if they choose to have a place, a roof over their head and food in their stomach and clothes on their back, because we have resources to help them. Some of them choose to, to be homeless and to be wanderers, and that's okay. But in third world countries, they don't have those opportunities. No. They live day to day, and the kids are, like, usually one of the parents has died. Usually the mom's supporting the kids while the father maybe I don't even know where, and they're trying to find food. Like, and, and, like in the Philippines, like, if you got sick there, um, if you don't have money, you couldn't go to the hospital. Like they would, you would die. Like literally, you can't just go to the hospital if you're sick and just expect them to take care of you and figure out a way. Or like, and we'd have like, I remember having some kids over and just feeding them some chicken and like them seeing them scarf down so much chicken and rice that I've ever seen and just realizing that's probably all that they've eaten in the last two or three days. Like literally, we <laughs> like what you're saying, and that 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 like not you know a homeless person on the street that's their lifestyle their lifestyle isn't in like ours <laughs> they don't all have cars they don't all have they don't take showers in the house you know you take showers outside when you live in the philippines and they're happy they're sweet and they don't they're not depressed and they're 
you know, they're, they're amazing people, but they don't have what we have. People don't have in other countries the same things that we do here. I, would think I think that's actually one of the biggest things that inspires me is that, you know, they have so so much less than we do, but they still maintain a positive attitude and they still maintain, you know, hope and all of that. And, um, you know, I know. They're not from, even sad. Pers- They're not even down. Yeah. I'm sorry, Ian. Right. And I know from personal experience, I, I it's hard for me to sometimes even get out of the bed sometimes with the, uh, my, you know, my mental health, but, um, you know, it's, it's conversations like this that reminds me that I should be a lot more grateful than, um, what I might show. And I think that's important for the listeners too. The lady. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I probably went off too much. This is what we do. We, we go off on all kinds of different avenues but that helps the the audience get to know the artist and the person we're interviewing they get to to understand the reason why you wrote the song and why it is so passionate is because of your love for this country in a third world country you wouldn't be able to be this this popular and this and your face because in most third world countries women are still cattle oh yeah when in the Philipp- when I lived in the Philippines, they could they had never seen another woman driver. They thought it was so weird to even see me driving because women didn't drive there. It was <laughs> there you, so different. There you. Well, I want to play because I just love it so much, and because it was our our um, introduction to you the first time you were here. I have to do a. Um, I have to do I've been at your truck because that that song song is just so (laughs) much fun and just ladies and gentlemen if you haven't heard this song you're going to get it in your head tonight and I promise you it will stay there forever I like to never got that song out of my head (laughs) aw thanks so we're going to we're going to play another song real quick before we run out of time. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with my co-host and partner in crime, Ian Bush, and our guest, Lady Redneck. And this is her title song, Identity Your Truck. Oh, 
how much you've done and um you know i think again i I guess i'm talking a lot to listeners that you know sometimes they forget like oh man that was only a couple months ago because i know yvonne and i sure forget that you know it was only a couple months ago that we had you you lost me that was oh wow see and it doesn't even feel like that long ago really (laughs) just like yesterday yeah it really does yeah yeah, right, so it does. You said at the first of the show that you were getting ready to do some some shows before the end of the year. So tell the folks where you're going to be because I know after tonight they're going to want to know where you are. Yeah, so um, this Sunday, and I need to even get it out on social media. I've just been trying to get so many orders out and stuff that I haven't even got to the to posting as much. But um, I am going to be on. Sunday the 12th, so this coming Sunday night, um, there's this, I think it's a Methodist church that's combining with two or three other churches, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the Methodist church, and one other church are putting on a big Christmas musical event, and I'm going to be performing two Christmas songs there, um, I get, so they're all in North Dallas, and then I've got another, um, in the city of Salina, I'm going to be performing and doing a Christmas um, show as well and then um, let me just think I think I have one other show but I can't even my mind my, my mind is fried I comes <laughs> all day I'm trying to think um, one other show somewhere and then I've got I'm going to start doing some more live I used to do live shows once a week on my Facebook page and I just had so many people request to do them again. And so I'm just, I've got to figure out a way to start doing those again. And I think I'm going to do them on Thursday night. And I probably won't do hour-long ones, but maybe 30 minutes each Thursday. So I'm probably going to start that up as well. Just because I have so much fun and I really connect with a lot of the fans on there. So ladies and gentlemen, see, there's all kinds of places. You can find her under Lady Redneck on Facebook, you can find her at LadyRedneck.com. But if you go there now, I will hunt you down because the show still has a few minutes. <laughs> and you don't, you might miss something and then you'll be mad because you didn't hear it live and you'll have to hear it in archives and you can't tell your friends. And, oh, I heard it live. So, Ian, I know you've got a couple of more questions. We're down to the nine-minute mark. I know you've got a few more questions or, or comments you want to make, so jump in there. Oh, I'm just enjoying listening to Two Strong Women. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes it's just nice just to sit back and, and let you guys go on your on your, on your your rolls and your tangents. And, you know. We kind of did that again, didn't we? 
Uh-huh. We kind of did you, it, We did a little bit. <laughs> it, it, it makes me smile. I just sit there and just, just let it happen. I'm like, all right, yeah. Let, let him go. Well, let him go. Else, you ain't going to stop I, <laughs> There was something else I did want to say from a comment you said earlier, Ian, and I, I should have said it then, but you had mentioned something about um, – Sorry, this, and this is not music-related as well, but you had said something about with your mental health, sometimes it's hard to get out of bed. And, I, you know, we were talking about how we just need to be grateful and live in America and be happy. And I, I think that it's important to just say that, like, when there's mental health issues, sometimes you can't just always get out of bed. Sometimes you can't just be happy. And so when you said that, I actually respected that you said that because um, I think that it's important just um, just to kind of address that that is something that, you know, like mental health issues are totally real. And it's, we may live in the greatest country in America, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to be hard to get out of your bed if you're struggling with that. So oh, yeah. anyway, I was I thought that was good that you had said that out loud because I think that, um, you know, we're, we're being real here, you know, and that's a very real yeah. thing. And and I think even sometimes the pressures that we deal with in this country, like they're they're pretty real too. So anyway, I wanted to throw that out real quick, and then we can talk more music. But no, I want to tell you thank you for mentioning that. <laughs> no, no, I appreciate you saying you, that because yeah, um, I, I've been very uh, open with it. I think my entire life, and I, I'm actually really surprised about how many people, you know, and it just. You, you bring it up and the, the people that you'd expect the least to have those issues are like, Oh yeah. Like I have crippling anxiety when I'm a motivational speaker and it's like, Oh, oh wow. wow. Like, you know what I mean? No, so I, I'm, yeah. I've, I've always been very, um, um, you know, appreciative that other people get to uh, share in their stories like that. Cause I was really surprised when that motivational speaker is like, Oh yeah. Like I literally have to, build myself up every show and I'm like what like what are you talking about <laughs> yeah, you know uh, what I mean like totally. so no, I, I, yeah, I don't know and sure. I, I think it's not discussed enough I think we're getting to a better place with it and poor Yvonne now I'm on the tangent at the finish line but, <laughs> no. Um, no, 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 you know we, we talk about it on the show every once in a while but I think the yeah. importance of it's not not highlighted enough no I, I, I totally agree with my I think some people, like, are afraid to even say it. You know what I mean? They don't want I don't know. So I thought that was really great that you did. Well, a lot of people are are afraid to, to make it verbalized because two things happen. It's, it becomes real, and they uh, have this fear of what others think of them. Well, uh, yeah. none of us are perfect. We're all flawed. We all no. have things wrong with us. As I like to tell people I'm opinionated, overbearing, and domineering. But other than that, I'm a pretty good person. Cause that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I think um, – go ahead. Saying, I'm I sorry. need to have a full show on – maybe a whole series of shows on mental health issues. I think that, that the the world needs to know that I am a proponent of owning mm-hmm. – that that we have within us because when we own it mm-hmm. it doesn't own us yeah. yeah well and i think people are surprised when they hear it too because like i can even be you know real for a second and i've said on the show a couple of times but i, I deal with depression anxiety and um you know yvonne and i have, I have even talked about that because um, she'll hit me up after the show and be like yep that that wasn't that Ian that I'm used to. Like, I can tell it's bad. <laughs> oh, and it's yeah. like, oh, God. Like, she's always yeah. the one to call me out. And I know she does it out of love. I know she does it out of a, a, a yeah, place of her heart. Sure. But I'm just saying that, yeah. um, you know, a lot of people, and especially maybe for you, I don't know if you have any struggles or not, but I think a lot of people are surprised because they hear from you a very positive, um, you know, go-getting, want to make the world a better place. But they would be surprised to hear, you know, yeah, I am that person, but there are some days I can't even get out of bed kind of thing. And I think um, I think you're right, Yvonne. I think a lot of people would be surprised because, um, you know, I even tell people, like, oh, yeah, like, I have really bad anxiety. And they're like, dude, you write books. Yeah, <laughs> and you're on a radio show. So. Like, how can you be anxious? <laughs> yeah. And I'm all like, oh, no, like, really? every release, I'm just like, oh, God, like, I hope that really? they didn't, you know, I hope somebody doesn't get offended or I hope, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I'm with you, Yvonne. That, that'd be a really cool series. 
Now, now, now our hour is almost up. We're down to the four-minute mark, people. So, oh, man. <laughs> Shoot. Yeah. I know you'll come back, so I'm not even going to ask. I'm just going to say I'm going to get hold of Michael, and as soon as you get some new music ready to be released, before you even release yeah. it, I'm going to have him send it to me. We're going to bring you back on the show. How's that? Oh, that'd be great. I would, I'd love to come back anytime. That sounds great to me. You guys okay. are awesome. I always enjoy our conversations. So thank you both. Well, it's just the three of us. Thank you. 7,000 other people in, in 33 countries, 35 countries. So, you know, it's, it's just a small group of us. <laughs> <laughs> just family. <laughs> just all of us. Family. Yeah. <laughs> a few close friends. Yeah. yeah. 147,000 of us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In 30 seconds, Lady Redneck, tell, give the folks a bit of wisdom from your quiver. Um, a bit of wisdom, I would just say, um, just cherish every day, spend time with those that you love and, and spend time doing what you love to do. I think the life is so short and you just never know if you're going to have another day, another chance. I think some people think when I get to this place or when I, when I accomplish this or when I, you know, overcome this or whatever, but you know, in all reality, it's all about the journey. It's all about what we do each day and just trying to find ways to serve and love each other and just bring joy, bring light into this dark world. So, Amen. And, Ann, I know I'm going to say, what are your words of wisdom? And you're going to say, I can't top that, right? I mean, I kind of took the words out of my mouth, but I'll try my best this one time just, just for the honor of Lady Redneck. But uh, I think just being honest and transparent, I think uh, people are too afraid to admit um, the things yeah. that hold them back. And, um, you know, we should all just be a little bit more honest and transparent and uh, really dig deep. And you never know, like, if you say something, what it's going to do to somebody else. And so you should just take the chance and, you know, don't become a road show, but just take the chance and you never know what you're going to do for somebody else. It's, no, it's true. Yeah, it can be, it can actually change other people's lives. For when people are honest and transparent, like I I actually had a lady change my life just because she was speaking and she was telling us about some of her struggles and it was exactly what I needed to hear at that time. So you're yep. right. That was well said. There you go. So tomorrow night, Matt Weston will not be with us. We are having to reschedule the show. We ask all of our listeners to keep him in your prayers. He is going through some struggles. He lost a family member that was the light of his world. So keep him in your prayers. He will be with us after the first of the year, and I know you know about him, Lady Redneck, so if you will, keep him in your prayers as well. Next week, Matt. We have Dirt Road Sunset, if I can get them to answer me. And on Tuesday night, we have Ed Roman. So join us next week here on Off the Chain, Lady Redneck, my darling, darling, darling. Thank you so much for being with us tonight. Ian, I love you, my friend. Thank you for being my co-host. Ladies and gentlemen, go look up LadyRedneck.com. Get her music. Get her the top to the top of the Billboard charts, and you won't be sorry. Until next time. This is Yvonne Mason with Off the Chain with my co-host Ian Bush and Lady Redneck wishing you all a good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.